It's Heat O'Brien and the horny divorcee Brett Payne, and you're listening to Heat O'Brien Unleashed. Due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Remember, no jacking off to Heat O'Brien Unleashed. What's up, Brett? Not much. Enjoying myself. Um, I'm on a long run of having my daughter right now, so just making snacks all day. Yeah, and reading Animorphs. And our guest this week is a great guest. The first person I think we thought of when we decided to do this series. We have Tanya from the Trillbillies. What's up, Tanya? Hey. Are I you... was unaware that you have a masturbation ban on this uh, yeah. Are you series. That, are you relieved that people won't be jacking off to this? Not really. Oh, Brian's, no. a pr- <laughs> Brian's a huge prude. <laughs> It's a, hey, it's, I am, oh, we will get into it in this episode because I got gnarled out 400 times watching this. Like just this time. You got weirded out? Oh my God. The, the first, okay. So we are. This was a pretty weird episode. I told, I told Brent to pick a good one and I don't know what he thought that. I picked it. I I didn't pick it. Yeah, I'm not in charge of that. And I picked it out of a random list of uh, episodes that we had access to. And uh, I just, I went back through and looked at what we had already done and just, I needed two more. So I just picked two episodes and you got Real Sex 17, a a truly weird episode. (laughs) truly yeah yeah. also there was some switch ups though i did like some of the street answers this time were better than last time some hetero hetero guys showed up in a way that they failed a bunch (laughs) uh before um uh so before we get started though tanya like what is your experience with real sex the show um well i used to watch it through the lines at my dad's because my dad had like cable um but he had you remember back in the day when you could have like a a fixed box yeah yeah that's what i had in my bedroom at his house i didn't even have tv at my fucking mom but at dad's house that was sin city i could do whatever the fuck i wanted right i'm familiar (laughs) and uh <laughs> yeah, because now you're at your dad's house. I am dad's <laughs> you're, house. You're running dad's house now. <laughs> yeah. Rice Aroni and Roblox all day long. <laughs> um, but I remember watching it on the through the lines. And honestly, the only one that I remember that really stuck out in my head was a glass blowing one where they were making glass dildos. Oh, I remember that too. I was really into that one. And I honestly would, would love to go back and watch it again because now I have a couple glass dildos. And at the time, I just remember like as I was young enough to be terrified and think that could shatter in you. <laughs> you know, I was just like, why would you do that? <laughs> it's a dangerous game. Yeah, I was like, that's crazy. I mean, um, the rumor, the there was, one, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, there was this girl in high school. You know how there's always like a girl in high school that everybody has rumors about and stuff. And mm-hmm. the the big rumor was that it was a frozen hot dog that got stuck up there. And oh I always gosh. I and and it's obviously false because they also said it got stuck up there and then maggots came out. And it's like now you're just oh, it's, it's a hat God. on a hat. It's you not know even what I believable. mean? Yeah, it's too much, but like that to me always was like, man, I'm glad. I mean, obviously, 
you know, I'm older now and I know that like you can put things in your butt, but I was always just so glad to know that I wouldn't have to put anything in me because <laughs> I no hot was, dogs around here. I was such a horny, <laughs> I was such a horny fucking teenager that I mean, I don't think anything would have been safe in the whole house for me putting it in me. <laughs> Tanya, I have to say also the glass dildo one I remember a lot as well because I'm very into as seen on TV pitches and I'm also very into like premium products. And I remember this it being sold as like, why would you use anything else? This is like the most premium material. This is the best you can get. Yeah. And I'm looking at all these like plastic $20 cocks down at the other uh, the adult store and like, this is all bullshit. You know? <laughs> this is our a glass dildo is artisanal. That's yes. fucking limited edition. Yeah. I mean, the no, first- totally. The first time I ever saw a dildo, like I didn't fucking have any clue what it was. Like it looked like a hairbrush to me. <laughs> so I, I'm like, I, I'm sitting in my living room. I'm, I'm sitting in my living room. I'm probably 13. I had, to, I was young. My brother Jason was in the room with me and the dog was fucking chewing on something. Oh and my The God. thing the dog was chewing on had a condom on it, which still to this day has seemed kind of weird to me, but whatever, it was clean. And like, <laughs> they Jason, didn't want to wash it. Yeah. And Jason was like, oh my God. Oh, oh man. And I was like, what? And he was like, do you see that? And I was like, yeah, what the fuck is it? And then he told me it was a dildo. And then me and him, <laughs> me and him gingerly picked it up with our fingers and hid it back in our sister's room, like my older sister's room, <laughs> because that's obviously where it came from. And it was just like, oh, I, you know, it's like when my parents found a penthouse letters magazine in my bedroom, like I had kept it in under my Can't mattress letters Lord. though letters i'm a very you know <laughs> literary man <laughs> yes he's a sapiosexual i actually <laughs> stole it i actually stole it from my buddy sean like he had you, like you three pornos out, oh i'm sorry out the fucking uh articles and do not look at the pictures i don't I, <laughs> so i stole it i stole it from my buddy sean and i took it home and i had it in my room and weirdly enough okay i read this article or this letter that was in this thing like a million times about people are going to take this so the wrong way before i say this do not take this like an endorse this is not an endorsement okay this is just the thing that i read this when a, i was a teenage 14 this 15. is a this is a retweet like an yeah of an uh, analog thing exactly <laughs> and and the thing i read every time to to batch to <laughs> was about this couple and i don't know why this got me but it was about this couple that went to a party one night and the whole fucking night they were drinking and like drinking water and drinking alcohol and shit but they weren't going to the bathroom and like they they like talked about how they were like you know they were like we were making eyes at each other across the room it was just crazy and then they went home at the end of the night and got in the bathtub and just pissed all over each other and for some <laughs> reason 
for some reason, I probably read that story a thousand times. I can almost oh recite God. it from memory. And I would just go fucking crazy for it. I have no desire to pee on somebody. I have no desire to be peed on. But for some fucking reason, this couple just being like locked in together and being like, we're going to fucking pee on each other tonight. Yeah. It was like really sexy to me. Intense. The connection. It was yeah. the connection for you. You wanted to find you wanted to find someone like that for something else. For just vanilla missionary. Yeah, sure. <laughs> someone that's passionate about missionary. <laughs> for phone sex. You actually only have phone sex. I want Writing somebody letters. I want somebody that looks at me across the way at the party and says only like pure like is like uh don't worry, there's not gonna be any nudity tonight. <laughs> it was such an odd that was but my parents found that magazine in my bedroom and they just fucking threw it away they were just like i never saw it again it was just gone they had been in my room cleaning my room mentioned it and and they never said a word about it they never mentioned it we never have had the conversation about it and that was the long way around to say that's why i went and hid the dildo back under the bed so that like there was no embarrassment nobody was sure. gonna have to talk about sex but oh I mean, my god also it was weird i love like, that it had a condom on it she's i know i mean that's that's best case if you're especially if you have multiple partners i mean i don't know your sister's still living at home that was probably just for her but <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe she oh. shared it with somebody who knows <laughs> no she was sneaking boyfriends in and they were like actually okay, li- living okay. there at the time like she had people sneakily living in the house with us she is incredible an what a boss bitch <laughs> she like moved her boyfriend into her parents house in secret she did I, i've i've done i've been that boyfriend that does that that i was that too. every day every an hour before dad wakes up every oh morning my God. incredible incredible jumping out the back shit. window i've told the story <laughs> i've told the story what katie and i we had already lived together and then we were just like, well, we're going to like go ahead and we got to move back with our parents because we don't have any fucking money. And uh, so we both each moved back in with our parents, but Katie's bedroom was in the basement and her parents like never went down there. So every night we would just stay out. You just stay out until your parents are already in bed. You come in, you sleep in the house and then they leave for work they don't even know you're fucking there but one night i did that and her mom didn't go into work that day she called in sick and i had to hide in in katie's room all day like all (laughs) in her bedroom hiding and the fucking shittiest part about it was like it might not have been that bad if like there were cell phones or anything like that, but there wasn't that. And also like their computer room was also in the basement and there was no like toilet down there at all. And her mom was just sitting down there on a fucking internet all day. And I had to pee (laughs) so fucking bad, but I was living in that house rent free. (laughs) It was incredible. That's the way to do it. But uh, Real Sex 17 starts out uh, uh, with a nudist club called the Ponderosa Sun Club. Um, 
It is in weirdly. I think the weirdest part. Well, no, there's a lot of really bad parts. It's in Roselawn, Indiana, which number one, I kind of thought me and Brett should go there, but <laughs> I don't want to see Brett naked. And I know he doesn't want to see me naked. And like, I don't also want to have it seen each other naked. Absolutely. No, no way. He might've seen wow. me in my underwear, but my underwear, like go down to my knees. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Hanging out in underwear. I mean, most of the time, like the minion death call guys, I think we were hanging out in underwear about like two hours after we got back from the show. It was very quick to be like, but yeah, no, not Nate. No, not naked. Yeah. I yeah, don't like and, butts. I don't like bare butts on anything. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. You don't sleep. Me and Brad are such soulmates because we don't sleep naked. We're not naked uh, sleepers. I sleep naked. That's what, that's the freest I feel. Really? It's really? in my own sheets. Yeah. I love fresh linens. Lord have mercy. Love I mean, it. I don't you you I don't like being naked at all. I think being naked oh, is the worst it. feeling in the world. Like I can't. Really? Yes. Yes. I feel like I would have a good time at this nudist colony. When I was watching it, I was like, I would totally go here. These people are batshit insane. And I would definitely go party with them for at least a couple days. Yeah. <laughs> we got to find yeah. out when the next, when the next, uh, nudes are popping. Nudes are popping. Yeah. So it is very weird because it takes place in Indiana and I feel like it just has a very like church people going to sin, like a Bohemian Grove yeah, for are, like ch church these people. These are some corn fed motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it, the lineup is very typical for that time with like the crispy blonde hair and like the bolt on boobs and all of that. Um, See, I'm perfect. I'm ready to go. <laughs> you're ready to go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, but then also what's very similar to the other episode that we did, uh, which I, I don't know how this fell out of favor, nude guys with the gals, which doesn't yeah. happen anymore. I have never, I have never been to anything like that unless it's sex nerd. I guess it has to be sex nerd stuff for it to be both. I don't know. I've never That's been nerd. anywhere where guys are naked. <laughs> People that are like into super being into naked, just like, oh, you I know, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I've never been anywhere in my, oh, wait, okay. So I went to Woodstock 99 and there were a few naked dudes there and it was such okay, a that's sho fun. shock to this my system. So Y'all today, Tom showed up to my house early to record Trillboots. We recorded in person at my house today. I walk outside because I was on another call. I walk outside and start walking over toward him. And he says, whoa, whoa, whoa. Suits are optional over here. He was naked in my hot tub today on my porch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well. That was about three hours ago. <laughs> I was like, okay, buddy, I'll go get you a towel. Do you need a drink? He said, yeah, bring me a little <laughs> <laughs> Why can't he wear shorts? This is oh, no, crazy. I, I looked over there because I had to run back in because I was on another call, but I saw all the bubbles. There was like bubbles up. I don't know what he did, but I was like, God, why is all those bubbles bubbled up? And I walked over there to like hit a button and he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I went to it's three o'clock in the daytime. <laughs> well, I guess you can sneak it. Nobody knows. Yeah. I mean, I live on top of a mountain. I, I mean, I get my hot tub naked a lot, but it's my hot tub. It's my house. <laughs> yeah, that is a little forward. <laughs> This was unannounced. 
Yes. In this series, in this series, we did. I was about to say I grew up with a pool and I was never naked in a pool. But this series actually disproves that because I talked about the time I was naked in a pool and I didn't like it because it felt humiliating that my shorts were floating next to me. Like I was kind of humiliated by it. (laughs) No, no. What do you How do you get out of the pool then? Yeah, when I was a teen, no, you know, when I was a teen, uh, when I was 18, we graduated um, and we would sneak into an apartment complex pool almost every single night at like two or three in the morning. And we would we would swim naked a lot in that one. I just remember that. Yeah. You, so that's the only time you've been skinny dipping, Brian? I wasn't skinny dipping. It was just like my wife was like, <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I, I would like to try to have sex in a pool and we were just alone during the day one time. And I was like, look, okay, I will do this. I'm going to take my pants off for, you know, you got about eight minutes to figure this out and then I'm putting the <laughs> pants back on. <laughs> well, I will say here, <clears throat> um, make sure the people know, no, it is not safe to have penetration in chemical water. <laughs> I know. Oh, really? It's yeah, horrible. definitely do not shove chemical water into your vagina. That's a bad idea. It's rubbing, really bad. sucking, whatever. I don't know, beating, whatever people do. It's just don't no penetration. Okay. In chemical water, it's like the hot tub, the pool, because that, that's you don't need that shit in your body. It's it was good. so bad too. It was just it felt like not bad sex. Like I like having sex, you know, just as much as the next guy, but like. It was like, uh, uh, it felt not wet. Like it felt like everything was wet except for the place that you want to be wet when you're having sex. <laughs> I thought it was me too. Um, what? You back? <laughs> I'm here. We lost you. You froze. Oh, okay. Well, let's play this first audio clip and, uh, get people acquainted Ooh, we have audio yeah let's right. get people acquainted with nudes a poppin <laughs> tomorrow we'll be hosting the nudes a poppin festival it's an all-day outdoor nude event at ponderosa sun club in roselawn indiana which is the largest nudist club in the midwest my name is scarlett <laughs> schmidt cox and i am the vice president of the ponderosa sun club my parents met at a nudist camp and got married and started Ponderosa, and so I was raised with this my whole entire life. And I learned. Okay, I want to stop this yeah. here and say I am kind of glad that it's a that it's like a family for some a family reason. Family business. For some <laughs> reason, uh, up to this point in the show, I was totally like, okay, it's a family business. There's a celebrity who grew up on a nudist colony, actually, and. You know, it wasn't that. I think, ah, fuck. I'll have to figure out who it was. He, he was on Howard Stern. He talked about it. But, uh, oh, Jack Black. Jack Black grew up on, in a oh nudist colony, God. too. Are you shit? I believe that. Wow. Yeah. And, like, for some reason, I was up to this point. I was like, hey, you know, it's a family business. Uh, apparently, families are naked around each other. I've never had this experience. But, like, <laughs> As this thing goes on, it's like this is not a family event. The nudes of popping <laughs> is not a family event. Nudes of popping, no, I don't think so. I, it is. It is so midwestern to be like we are the best in the Midwest and we're a family business. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I also, I think I did like, I, I, at this point I was kind of sold on it too, Brian, because, uh, having a kid and the way that parents and Americans are so fucked up and backwards about sex. Like I see the way like Germans and Europeans and other people go to nudist beaches with their kids and it's a normal thing and we should be naked around each other. But in America, like a fucking dick is treated like a deadly weapon, you know, like, <laughs> and so it's just a fucking backwards shit. Like this is just a result of like, uh, I don't know, so, a, a, a backwards ass culture, I guess. Right. It's, it is totally, yeah. it is totally fucking okay for people to be around each other naked. In my opinion. Now I don't want to be there when that's happening. <laughs> at all you want nothing to do with it i want to stay as i would i you know what if <laughs> i i'd rather go to church than a nudist colony oh my god come <laughs> on jesus <laughs> this is some deep shit what this if we so get scary. you some cowboy boots to wear some nice <laughs> cowboy boots to kind of take everybody's eyes away yeah the cowboy hat I just don't think my penis looks very good, guys. No one, no one I mean, does. They don't. That's no, what they're there I, for? They're not there for looks. I, don't I think. used, I used to think that, but when I was watching this, I was just like, "Oh my god, these guys are like packing." <clears throat> like uh, you saw some no, nice their, ones. Their dicks did not look nice. Yeah, I but, didn't see any. I was jealous of. I mean, yeah, well, I was like, they were just flaccid digs flopping around just yeah. totally i mean i think that was appropriate for the situation but still i was like this is not hot I <laughs> what I is the know. thing yeah it was like locker it was ymca dicks is all it yeah, was to me <laughs> i mean what do guys do like what is a thing that a guy can do to be erotic and sexy in the way that just like I'm satisfied with just a naked woman. I'm like, okay with that. Like what is the like move no, for a dude? I think what? men probably have to work harder and actually maybe eat pussy or something to be erotic. <laughs> <laughs> they have to be doing something. You have to get a papaya out and go. like girls dancing and guys dancing and they're like hey there's something for the ladies and this woman's face and she's kind of making like a <laughs> she's kind of like <laughs> okay they're they're, tr they're trying they're trying and <laughs> also like and, and there is women love to look at other naked women anyway like this is a it's like other oh, something for the women and yeah and it's a guy doing the like gayest strip tees i've ever seen the guy with the wet hair that was just like prancing and like he was like vibrating in place and i was like this isn't sensual for a woman i don't think you're not like it was just like a, a football cheerleader routine right none of the yeah i i guess like that does it makes i know that guys like in order to be erotic have to like do extra sex things instead of just like showing up looking good you know like you can't just show up and like i don't know fucking chaps or whatever there's not like we need to invent guys lingerie i think hey that I, is there a is plenty of guys lingerie i bought like some smoking jackets silky boxers a jock strap yes no, that's Please. horrible what, what? <laughs> a it's guy hot. in a jock strap yes this is oh. funny i 
I did act, yo, Jockstrap's a good idea. I don't have one of those. I'm going to invest. But I did type in men's lingerie and bought exactly that. Long, silky robes with yeah. boxers that match. Uh -huh. And then you let the, like, just peek open. Yeah, you feel amazing in it. Like well, you yeah. can just like float through the house. Exactly. I mean, I have some I wear myself. Like right. if you, the, so the better websites don't differ, differentiate. It's for everybody, sure. right? Like right, I right. just ordered a jock strap, but obviously, but yeah, it's like the men's section. Sure. So sure. it's a jock Come on, strap. Brian. I would Catch never, up, I've never even Katie, worn a jock strap. I don't even know what a jock strap. I know what they <laughs> look like. Like I've seen <laughs> them. I don't think I'd even be able to put one on and they look <laughs> They, they let us see the cheeks, man. We got to see the cheeks. Yeah. We got to see how much driving power you got. Now, you know, now, now you're saying something, though, that like Katie doesn't overly compliment me, but she always yep. she always talks about my ass like constantly. Dog. She loves you my ass. You got to get a jock strap. It's like taking the yoga pant waistband and putting it underneath and giving it a boost, but it's it's just like <laughs> yeah. a little brawl for your butt cheeks. Totally. <laughs> now, if you want to know what is what you need to do with men's fashion, you have to refer to gay men. You have right. to see what gay men are wearing. Yeah, I mean, I I understand that, like in in the in the sex term, like it, the but is it like a thing where like you could come to your like I could go to my wife and and like wear. I guess it's just a jock strap, right? Every time I see Pride, it's like. Well, there's also silky boxers. This is what I'll say, actually, Brian. Anything that makes you feel sexy, so that you are more confident, is going to make like it's going to make you more attractive. Oh, okay. it is a so, mindset. I mean, okay. you could also trim your shit up. I don't know, do something. I'm oh, sure no, there's I'm some other shit. You could put in some beard oil. <laughs> you can get all. <laughs> so Work I will, I will clip show your nails, up. Brian. That would be smart. <laughs> I will show up in XL uh, gym shorts and a uh, 2X t-shirt, and well, uh, but exude sexuality. Actually. Uh, <laughs> All right, here's a little more. This this is where it takes a turn. Our contest is inside our fenced-in pool area. We have posing platforms, and that way more people get to see more of the contestants. There are guys that show up with ladders, scaffolds. A pretty girl walks by, okay, fine, you notice it. But I'm not going to bring a scaffold. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love that dude. Fucking love no, that, that dude. He dunked on all of them. And if you want to, for people that aren't seeing this, this guy is like fully horseshoe bald, sitting there comfortably naked. Like I'm in here hanging with the naked cheek chicks. These motherfuckers put a scaffold outside. What are they doing? Come in here and get with us, man. Totally. That is true. He was so saucy. <laughs> right. Guys with shirt, guys with clothes on were, had to stay on the other side of the fence. So, like, if you were a naked guy, you got to, like, just kind of hang out where the naked people were. Well, no, you had, I think you had to be in the competition, right? Was that, I don't know. I, I, I don't think know. the whole competition was behind the fence so people yes. couldn't touch anybody. That's right. Yeah. And they said that that's the only time they invite people to the ranch or whatever in clothes. They can hang out in clothes. I'm going okay. for, for the show. Yeah. 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 Here's a little bit more here. But that, I think that guy was sitting in like a tent at a table or something, though. Yeah. I feel like he was in the background. Sorry. Go ahead. 
<laughs> he was great. They'll be having the nude showstopper of the year, go-go dancing competitions, couples dancing competitions. We also have other categories the audience members judge on. Best breasts, hot legs, best on great body. Hot legs. I love it. Hot There's legs. Just a great set. <laughs> the, the rest, the rest I'm not sure good. about, but those legs, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, people in the fucking 80s and before were like so into legs. They were fucking I mean, crazy I am. about legs. I know. I mean, legs can be Damn. good when you see the good ones you don't think you're into them and then you see good ones and you're like fuck what yeah. <laughs> you are built i don't um, even know what uh, good legs look th- like yeah i think they're, that, fine. they're long i would love to see an updated version of this i want to know how crazy they get because this it really lacks diversity of like people size attitudes like there was yeah. no goth chicks there was no like yeah this it is was almost all like uh what would you say uh it was like commonly dancer. accept accepted bodies just like you know it was playboy it was like yeah it was, com- yeah, it was like playboy stuff like, yeah hot bods they had no reason not to want to be naked for god's sake <laughs> <laughs> yeah especially at that time in history these yeah. people look worse in clothes Yes, <laughs> they look better naked, all of them. Right. So as it goes, here's here's a little clip here that uh, I I needed out. Here's where they talk about the men. It's time for us ladies to have our fair due. It's time for the male <laughs> beauty contest. Just so you guys have got something to look at. My main. Uh, so she takes her shirt off just so the guys. I mean, why can't the guys? I can. I don't know. I think I could just look at naked guys and be like, okay, well, he's, I guess, pretty good at being naked or whatever. I don't know what they're judging on, really, to tell I'm you the truth. I'm also honestly surprised a nudist colony isn't more gay. I, this is really hetero. It's shocking, honestly. That's real sex, you know. I mean, that is the thing is that there, there's very they don't go into that territory too much. They didn't interview the queers at the at the nudist farm. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. Yeah, talk to the person that stays up later than everyone and has a little bit of everything. <laughs> you know, it seemed like a couples thing though to me. Yeah, like, it is. It is a, a straight couples thing. Apparently. It seems, yeah, it seems like a guy that has a bunch of bikini calendars in his garage, you know, takes it forces his wife to go out there and watch this with him to get all horned up because this is his idea of sexuality. You know, like, I'm going to think about how crazy I want to fuck her and then just unleash on you. And it's like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> not a bad. <laughs> it's not the worst uh, way to get turned on to fuck your <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It can go lower. <laughs> it could be much worse. <laughs> and here's where you will be sickened. Here's what sickened me. Here we go. Oh, God. Because you want to be and be part of it. You're the one that had the little... Oh, you want to see my little top? Yeah, your little titty. You got to see that. So this woman is working at a concession stand, and this guy is just like, hey, I, can I see your little titty? And that's when I was like, this whole thing's off the rails. I don't like this at all. Dude, I bartended. I heard that behind a bar in a fully closed building. Wait. So people, I, I mean, I can't imagine. Oh, people have such 
I know it's disgusting, right? You don't or think Brian's very sheltered. Brian doesn't hasn't Arts drank since he was twenty one. Yes. <laughs> he cannot even fathom that a man would say this to a woman. He's so pure of heart. <laughs> yeah, he's really special boy. <laughs> I really can't like imagine like telling a woman like I just want to see your titties. Like I can't believe like dudes will say hey you mind if i check out your titties like that doesn't even fucking track with me as like a thing that a person is allowed like it feels yeah. like something you're not even allowed you shouldn't even be allowed to say which you shouldn't and but guys have listen here's the thing i've learned the most kind of doing this show guys just don't stop like they guys <laughs> are not afraid to say anything for some reason most guys i am on a scale of one to ten one being not timid and ten being really timid i'm a ten but it feels to me like most guys are a three like they're they don't fucking care they'll just say whatever and you know i used to work at this pizza shop with this guy named luke and i used to just like fucking me and katie would stand there and just marvel at him he asked every single girl that came in basically out he just didn't care he was just like and one time i was like dude like you know getting turned down is pretty humiliating isn't it and he's like well i'm playing a game of numbers and i was just like that is brave this guy's a fireman <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean honestly it's a good practice in consent getting comfortable hearing the word no not a, <laughs> it's a good idea honestly <laughs> scary it's the scariest thing i can think of i mean uh, hearing I, no. <laughs> yeah i totally remember in high school like I, all night when i was in high school all night i would sit and think about a girl i would talk to her on the phone all night and we would just be talking we wouldn't be saying any overt anything overt about being in a relationship with each other or anything like that but like nobody spends time on on the phone for spends three hours on the phone with somebody if they don't have like some interest every night for a week and i would lay in bed after we hung up the phone and i would just be like tomorrow i'm gonna fucking walk up to her and i'm just gonna be like hey what let's be boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever i would i would work out everything i was gonna say and then as soon as i got within like a few feet of the girl that i was currently going to say this to i would like my whole body would start shaking and and tears would come down a little bit i would feel tears welling up because i just was like what if she says no and that i have a little dick <laughs> huge That's fear the of worst mine thing that someone can say to you you have a little dick i mean no at the time man like i remember time, yeah. i remember in in 10th grade uh i went to the, this girl invited me to her birthday party we we barely knew each other and uh i got drunk at the party and you know her she was into me but i i kind of like didn't know but then we ended up like kind of kind of making out and and like uh uh oh, i hate saying stuff like this but i, I was <laughs> a papal i know okay, so i didn't realize this. 
series is just outing you as a papal. Yes. Yeah. So okay, we're kissing. <laughs> so so we're kissing and stuff, and then like Frenching. French kissing. Ooh, French. French. <laughs> French. You were Frenching. Oh, we're Frenching. You were naked. You're in there naked. <laughs> yeah. On her birthday party. And then it's like, okay, well. I guess the next step is sucking titties. So I did that, <laughs> but I did that for like two hours or so. Oh my God. And every that time, <laughs> right, right. You okay. Utter cream afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and every time she went to reach for my, my dick, I would like, make a fence kind of like i would like sort of flex a leg so she couldn't get you were there blocking yourself yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> because every time she went to reach for it i was like she's just gonna fucking reach for it and be like what a little dick so i dated this girl for a year i think and I just sucked her titties for a year. We didn't have sex or anything. That's all we ever did. We didn't do anything else. And it was purely me. So neither of you ever mentioned something else you might like. You never thought to say. (laughs) No, I would never. You could suck on my elbow. (laughs) I'm surprised she didn't start producing milk. (laughs) (laughs) Her milk bucks open. They're just inflamed at all times. It's always been like such a fucking thing with me is like that relationship. That was my cities. Is that just your thing? (laughs) That was my first. That was my first fucking real girlfriend that we were doing stuff together. But like every time something started to happen, I'd be like, no, I'm, I feel comfortable just sucking the titties. (laughs) That was your comfort zone. You just couldn't handle anything else. Yeah, a year. And then a year later, she like got ba- we got back together for like a few months. And uh then we just, you know, it, she was just like this guy's he's just going to suck titties the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> we moved on from the physical stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so here's So the, uh, Brian shows Brian shows up to uh nudes a pop and and he gets so uncomfortable, he just starts sucking titties <laughs> <laughs> to, to try to get back in his zone. <laughs> I wanted to do other stuff, by the way. It wasn't like I didn't want to do other stuff. I just assumed that, like, and and Brett, this is such a Brian thing. You, you will agree. I just felt like that anything else that happened could lead to disaster for me. Like, I couldn't I mean, think... I- yeah, I think that's very common among kids. They're yeah. like, they don't, they're, it's very confusing what gets you pregnant. That's a confusing thing to figure out. I mean, I know girls who would take multiple pregnancy tests well before they were ever came yet. <laughs> that was not even, there was no, that was not, they were definitely not pregnant, but right. no one knew exactly how that happened. <laughs> My disaster was that she was going to go to school and say I had a little dick. Like, that was, I just didn't want that <laughs> to happen. That's worse than having a baby in high school. <laughs> yeah. Having a little dick. I had seen it. But you see, that guy's got a baby. He must have a big, healthy dick. <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen it happen so many fucking times, man. A guy, you know, when I was 12, my buddy Aaron 
got a, a got a blow job from from this girl that we went to school with and she fucking went to school and fucking told everybody he didn't have any hair down there at all and that was like a big fucking deal when i was a kid we used to fucking oh, that like he didn't have hair that he didn't have hair like and this down was like a big dick. Oh God! It was the everyone was torn to pieces that he didn't have pubes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've told. I never story. dealt with it. <laughs> I've wow. told the story that when I was in in middle school, I didn't like to raise my hand if I was wearing a short sleeve T shirt because people would see I didn't have hair under my armpits. Oh my God, that's but so then, cute. <laughs> as soon as I got hair under my armpits and like pubic hair, first of all, we would we would pull pubic hairs out and throw them at each other once we got them to prove we had them like bro oh my Look at me, are going. Sick. <laughs> but once i started to get armpit hair i started carrying deodorant with me and just applying it at random times oh when God. i was in eighth grade so i just pull i just pull my deodorant out and put it on and be like all this hair you know i gotta get deodorant on it <laughs> But we were, I was, I think that was like a formidable, uh, like her, him, people saying like Aaron doesn't have hair down there and like laughing about, we were all just laughing about, I, we were in sixth grade. Like it had to be like most of us didn't, but we were just like, this motherfucker doesn't have hair down there, man. He's not a man and stuff like that. <laughs> and I think like that, then when this situation comes up where I'm dating this, this girl, it's like, Oh, what if something weird is going on down there? Like that was what I was fucking worried about. I was and totally she will freaked. Yeah, and she'll yeah. just fucking go to school and sit down, and then I'll be sitting in fucking algebra class or something, sleeping, and somebody will tap me on the shoulder and be like, "What's up with that little dick of yours, dude?" <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's take a look at some real sex street interviews. Our first set of these. Here we go. Action. Real sex, street interviews, take one. If a woman can make you right, crack your toes. She's awesome. I mean, just your toes is like, whew, just curl them. Just curl them. And it's just like, freaking. <laughs> you're just like, I'm in love, baby. I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love. I mean, some men like to be told what to do. I'm one of those guys. So if you're looking for a man, you want to tell what to do, I'm that man. Should we sign something before you put this on? <laughs> Really, really hot when my boyfriend cuddles up against my back and starts rubbing me. Maybe a little few slow kisses, just all the way up my back, and then works it up to the neck, and then that's when stuff gets heated up. If you're not sensitive to the woman, is that like some of these things sound like the? St it sounds like erotica written by a man in a way to me. You know, like, oh, curl up to me and kiss up my neck. I guess, I mean. Oh, that was just the most generic answer in the world. That was just basically yeah. how, you, how you have a partner. There was nothing there interesting. You just described a back rub, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like when they touch you, it's just like, wow. This next guy that's coming up really made me laugh. Here we go. Forget about it. If she doesn't have an orgasm, forget about it. Wrap it up, go home. The night's over. It's not worth it. Not sober. <laughs> Not yep. sober. Fuck it. And that's true yep. though. That is for you. If you're listening and you want to take sex advice from a guy that sucked titties for an entire year, you do got to make sure that they have an orgasm before you're done. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs>
Yeah. Um, I think that was also like the glass dildo. That was advice that I remembered uh, from that point on was like, all right, I think that guy knows what he's talking about. Or at least that seems like a surefire plan to me. It took me a while to kind of figure out that like, oh, you know. No, it didn't. Not for me. Well, what it it took me a while to figure out was like, you got to do like other stuff other than like the penetrations. Well, sucking titties too. (laughs) But you got, (laughs) before you do insertion, you have to like, you're going to have to do some work. Insertion. Yeah, that's what it's called. Or penetration. Dr. Dr. Brian. (laughs) There's work you have to do. And once you do that, uh, this is going to, now you're going to make fun of me. Once you make sure that she is handled and taken care of, then there's no pressure on you. And then you can just fucking, you know, Hey, it's time to go, baby. And, and, (laughs) you know, this part's for me. Poop, 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 (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. Later though. This comes up. Another guy says the same thing. He's like, you got to get her off first and then she'll really show out for you. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. That's how you get it best. Cause his brother, his dude that's with him is like, "Oh, listen to you, you so fucking embarrassed. pussy." Yeah. <laughs> best thing about sex. about sex. You want me to go first, or you go? Hey, take it away, Greg. Okay. Well, listen. The best thing about sex, and this is the God's honest truth. I love to please the woman first. I really do. Oh, jeez. No, I'm not. Ta- oh, uh, no, what do you think I'm <laughs> Yeah, that is great. Oh, geez. Isn't what are you doing, buddy? You don't talk like that at the sports bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking OG's guy. What am I? I, I OG gets embarrassed. I think by the time OG starts looking at his shoes, by the time the guy finishes. I mean, so uncomfortable. Yeah, here, here's the. Oh, rest. really? It's important. It's, it's important because then when she's satisfied, she goes beyond the first step. She takes care of you more than you can imagine after you've taken care of her. <laughs> yeah. It's all selfish. All selfish. Nineties men. Yeah. 90s, 2000 men were just like, look, man, you gotta give a woman an orgasm because if you give a woman a fucking <laughs> orgasm, then they'll fucking give you an orgasm. And that's great shit. You know, that's hey, it's like hanging drywall. You got hands. You can go to work. You just got to <laughs> do the damn job. You put your clock, clock in, clock out when it's done and then get your lunch. <laughs> you got to be a real lunch bucket, Joe, when it comes to, to having <laughs> sex. Yeah. <laughs> These women, they're going to whine and complain if you don't fucking take care of them. So shut them up with some hard work. Truly. I mean, that's the pillow princesses. Yeah, I do wonder. Maybe, I guess, like, if I think about it, it's like maybe it's not the best policy to, like, make sure she's taken care of and then just be like, okay, well, you know. I'm just going to finish up here real quick. Uh, well, that's probably it ain't not the worst idea. policy. It ain't the worst policy. <laughs> it's true. It's there, the is, there is worse policies. Thank you, Tanya, for reminding us. It goes lower. It's a centrist policy, basically. It is. That is the centrist kind of idea. It's like, okay, well, now it's my turn. But like, I, I also am not like, look, I'm not a selfish lover. I don't think of turns. Uh, that's just me. I'm not. A well, I was guy. actually about to say that talking about turns, these do, talking about 
taking turns is actually a pretty queer concept that most like hetero sex shit in the media, especially there isn't turn taking. It's just mm-hmm. like, this is what's happening. And we're both going to get off at the same time, which is not <laughs> very realistic. No. The time yeah. The turn taking seems very queer to me, but these, these did not seem like queer people <laughs> talking about this. No. And the turn, well, I was yeah. impressed, honestly. Yeah, it was actually kind of like, wow, except for the guy that is is like making fun of his buddy for saying to give women orgasms. Like they all seemed pretty good. And the toe curling thing, I just wanted to tell the guy, like when he said your toes got to curl, I was like, I mean, you can get that by jacking off too. I mean, that is just the <laughs> feeling of finishing, you know? Yeah. You gotta you gotta clench so tight you pick the uh, bed sheets up off the bed. <laughs> That's what you're looking for. <laughs> the next piece was a little strange. I only have one audio clip from it, but it's God, a guy. Let's just skip it all together. Yeah. It is a guy that made a book about naked yeah, black women. Freak, a white guy. Yeah, just some freak oh, no. photographer. What were you going to yeah, say, it's Brett? A, it's some, no, it's some weird Finnish guy that has a fetish with African women and goes and takes naked pictures with that. Naked pictures and, of them made a book. Right. It, yeah, in Africa, and it feels like the whole thing. This is where like real sex is always like problematic. It's like the whole thing. Every time they have a segment about black women, it always gives you the vibe that like the people making the show are like black women are attractive too. That is always. <laughs> yeah. It's exotic. Yeah, it was treated as exotic. Totally. What was wild to me is I assumed it was like he went to Africa to take pictures of these of of African women. That wasn't what happened. He flew these. Well, some a couple of them were African, but he flew these women from other countries to Africa and took (laughs) pictures of them. These were just like women. He these were just models that he was into, but he wanted to shoot them in Africa. (laughs) Yeah, and in uh, and he so it was weird because he uh, he took models to a tribe um that has a traditional dance he made them watch the dance and he's like i'm gonna go take naked naked pictures of you doing the dance yeah this was a fucking freak yeah this is just like and he keeps saying but and i want to say also at the 90s at this time too there i mean there wasn't a lot like Africa is a huge market right now. And with social media, like we see, I see so much content that comes out of there now. And so much like way of so much of a different way of life than what it was presented. And back then it was just like, this is a tribe in Africa. And then this is like naked black chicks. You know, it was just so exploitative. Uh, But the guy had this really like, oh, I'm just, you know. I'm just this uh, interest. I'm just a photographer interested in this. His but attitude he, was like not the worst. He wasn't like overtly sent. I don't know. I, the vibe was off. Here, here, here he is explaining himself. I had all these pictures, and uh, at one point you say, you know, you have all these pictures, what should I do with it? Is there any way to make a book about black women? Which was pretty unusual because nobody had done it. And it was not very well received in the beginning. In Africa, they say, why is it a white man who does a book with black women? Exactly. Uh, here they say, why is, this, why is he photographing white, black women? Which, uh, should make pictures with white women. So, they essentially all said the same thing, but he heard it very differently. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, this man, he has to, he's just playing a victim. He's like, oh, nobody loves my work. <laughs> Everywhere I go. Everybody's a hater. It's like the haters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this and was it's also a- it's creep. It is because he's like, I had this collection already. So he was just like finding black women to photograph, um, which is just like, yeah, you can't really pick a like, I'm attracted to a race. You can't just do you can't that we, do, we don't do that anymore. That's <laughs> not an acceptable thing. Well, well I will say that the girls, the models that he worked with. Seemed to be into it. He must have oh, paid them well. They, they, they must have been getting paid good because she was like, oh, yeah, this trip's been awesome. We vibe. Like, I just do what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, she was into I did. I was like I said, it wasn't it wasn't like over the top. And, you know, they did seem to enjoy themselves. But right. The. But like, the, him, the, run into the, those flamingos. Yeah. <laughs> He's just the, Silly as shit. <laughs> the photographer is a weird, creepy dude who even yeah, at the end sure. of the, through the whole thing, he's like, you know, this is my art. I like to photograph nude black women and all this stuff. And he keeps talking about like, this is his art. But then at the end, he's like, I guess you could say I'm attracted to black women. And it's like, yeah, no <laughs> fucking shit, dude. <laughs> Very obvious. <laughs> And and but also it's like you flew these women maybe from Denmark or something like you could take pictures of naked black women in your apartment yes, in Denmark. Yes. You put them in front of a fucking giraffe yes. because you have a fucked up idea in your mind. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that is you true. You flew these women. Here. You flew them to stand in front of a fucking giraffe, probably at a zoo. He probably took them to a fucking a sanctuary. Zoo. <laughs> yeah, and then he also stuck his fucking he, when he was having he was like, uh, um, stick your foot in the water, and she's like, it's really cold, and he was like, then just put like your toe in the water, and it was just like I hate this guy. He, he was a creep. Yeah. So we're gonna do the next set of interviews here. Let's let's hear the next freaks on the street. <laughs> also, the Jamaican music for the African thing. I hated this, okay? Let me explain this. They have people do the real sex take two thing, and this couple is like sitting there, and they're like real sex, and then they kiss like sensually, and it is really gross. I like Maybe I'll cut it out uh, and, and post it, but it really bothered me the way these people kissed. What? Here we go. <laughs> Take two. Come on, you ruined it. It's too long. <laughs> when, when, when we broke the bed? <laughs> Wait, what? No, no, I can't tell that one. My mama might see this. <laughs> His mom's going to be watching real sex and find out. It's true, yeah. He broke Which the bed. Which he goes on. He goes on to say she tied him up. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Here it is. Yeah, we broke the bed once. Oh. Yeah, the position he makes too is like not that what we were thinking. Pegged, he yeah. did. He got his back broke. He got his back broke and then the bed broke. <laughs> oh my God! You said he got pegged. Okay, well, I gotta wait, see that. Yeah. Look he what he does. He him. says, he he, "Yeah, play the clip. Play I'll, the I'll clip. Play yeah, yeah. I'll he goes him. bottoms up." <laughs> Because sometimes I let her tie me up, but you uh-huh. know, it's, it, well, you know. Oh, you don't he lets that. her. I, <laughs> <laughs> I love when they pull my hair. Well, and then okay, so I get what you're saying. He, he sticks his ass out. He turn around. He sticks his ass out, and he also <laughs> says like, 
I don't really want to talk about that. Like this. Exactly. I, he he was like feeling shame about it. Yeah, they didn't want to talk you could about see it. it on him. He kind of yeah. wanted to say it though. He kept going. I wanted to see yeah, that. Yeah, she stopped it. Yeah. 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 Here's a woman eating a blow pop. I love it. The first time a guy ever did that. I was like, do it again. Do it again. So we try it in new places. Like we do it like in the woods and cemeteries and things like that. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Not so much like oh, the technique yeah. that the we do it in. Woods, cemeteries. Yeah. Well, one time we did it on, on the side of a highway, you know, yeah. like I-95. Yeah. Where else do we do it? Like at, at a wedding in the bathroom, in like the restrooms at, at a wedding? Hell yeah. Fucking yeah. wedding Sarah crashers. They're fucking in the wedding bathroom. <laughs> Could have been in there peeing on each other if they were known. <laughs> The move, you know. Sure. Maple syrup, a bathtub of maple syrup would be my fantasy. Oh my god, this furry. What is that? Oh, that's disgusting. He just said, that's another one where he was just like, oh, I don't have a fantasy. I'm gonna just come up with some random bullshit. You're right, and that is this is he. He's one of the first guys that fucked it up. Where it was like, this could be fun, and you could have been cool right now, and she would have sucked the soul out of you if you said something <laughs> hot right now. And you said, "I want to be thrown in maple syrup," and she's like, "What do I? What do I do with that? How do I she do that for she you?" She said, "No, you don't." <laughs> <laughs> Being a guy, yeah. I mean, this he just didn't want to participate. So yeah. he was trying. He's a he's a guy that's not funny, but he was like, "I'm just gonna fucking do the joke here," and it's like mm, the joke sucks, buddy. <laughs> Nobody's happy. You're in trouble now. Yeah, <laughs> they're turning the rate. You're turning the radio turned up on the way home. No one's so, talking. Up next is I think my favorite piece. I, well, the last two were were incredible, but Fantasy Makers is the oh, next yeah. segment of the show. That's pretty good. It was crazy let let's let them set it up here ain't fun to me here at fantasy makers the only limit on the kinds of fantasies is people's imagination if you have and the, the law, secret probably. urge to take <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right yeah i mean it's not little saint james you the, the <laughs> women are of age but yeah. i mean they were really open and like also, so here, here's a little more. Over your knee and spank her. How do you deal with that? I mean, what is going to happen if she freaks out, runs screaming, breaks up with you, and tells all your friends that you're a weirdo? Okay, first is- of all, can we pause it here? Go off. Why did this woman not just say, you could just talk to your wife and tell her you want to spank her? You don't just start spanking <laughs> Over your knee, for God's sake. She's, she's, I've had so many men come to me with tears in their eyes because they grabbed their wife and bent her over and spanked her, and she hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Bent her over his knee, and she right off and told everybody he had a little tear. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that could happen. That's a real situation that could end up happening. like there's no in between. There's only these two things. So they have to come here? What else could they do? Yeah, this is, yeah, this is also shows the time period because it's like um like if i'm into bending over if i'm into bending people over my knee and spanking them i'm looking for that from the beginning like i'm not putting a ring on somebody and hoping that they're into that (laughs) after afterwards (laughs) oh but that is like what you're saying dude is like that's a confident guy thing to say i i think nine most dudes are like i'm i'm not gonna fucking 
tell her what I want to do, <laughs> like to their oh, to their I wives. That. I think that's, I that's a setup for failure. Yeah, I mean, it just the thought of having this thing. I don't know what my thing would be, missionary. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, I have a missionary. <laughs> what is missionary? Order. I'm not familiar. <laughs> Can you break it down? Oh man. It's a <laughs> is that advanced? Is that Kama Sutra? <laughs> yeah, it's Kama Sutra. It's it's the, it's the way people have sex. I believe Christians is the way Christians have sex. Christian, Christianist way kind to have of sex. is a Christian way it to have sounds sex. religious. Missionary <laughs> sounds religious. <laughs> it does. Here's a little more. Here's here's uh when a client calls us up. The first thing we have to get some idea of is just where he's trying to get. You know, is that girlfriend he's trying to recreate mean or sweet? You know, is that babysitter he had a pash for the shy retiring type or is she uh, somebody who secretly longs to blossom out and be an absolute outright slut? Okay, first of all, I think the weirdest thing about that clip is when she said he is it the babysitter he had a pass for. Yeah, it gets Who? weirder though. God, she says something crazy I've never even heard of about men putting mirrors on their shoes to look up skirts. <laughs> okay, no, yes. no, I got that's that. the guy that says that. I got that. Here we go. It wasn't got, her. The oh, motherfucker right. guy. No, it was the creepy dude. You're right. He you're tells right. on himself. Here which it is. I, yeah, <laughs> here it is. Idiot. Here it is. It's one of those dreams that I think every male has sometimes, just peeking through the knothole or the keyhole or wearing mirrors on their shoes so you can watch all the schoolgirls in the yard. Schoolgirls, <laughs> dude! He said schoolgirls. That guy shouldn't yeah. have signed the release, I think. No. Like, that's no. the and this kind is of why, thing. This is why they shouldn't let anything happen at, at the funhouse either. <laughs> <laughs> They should screen better. I know. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is, it is a really repressed place in a way, or it seems like this woman has, you know, like she said, she's selling like girl next doors or like ants or, or babysitters. Uh, these mm -hmm. ideas of these guys that just have these thoughts and are you let once again, afraid to just say them out loud or say like, even just ask their own wife, like, Hey, could I peek around the corner and like watch you masturbate or something? You know? <laughs> Like, it's not that hard to ask, and I don't think they'd care. I mean, what are they going to? Yeah. Literally, yeah. this is this is all about repression and people literally not being able to just muster something they want, <laughs> like saying "pass the salt." Just like say, <laughs> just like let let a let a desire just like fall out. <laughs> See how it goes. Right. It is kind of funny to say. I mean, what you just said when you said "pass the salt" is very funny because it really is the the thing we're going on here. The theory we're going on here is that if you want the salt, you have to strongly hint at wanting the salt without ever saying "pass." the salt <laughs> think about it think about it really hard and make it like a big ball of energy inside of your stomach and see if anybody can feel the heat radiating off of it <laughs> well that's the next clip it's all an energy orgasm oh yes that's the one that yeah. fucked me up I, I love that i do not understand i'm about to go i'm gonna watch it again actually i was so confused <laughs> this was an odd part of the fantasy makers that i i i got some joy out of it would be impossible to tell you about all the interesting fantasies that people come up with, but one of the most interesting ones, the most creative one, is Pantyhose Man. The only way you could take his superpowers away from him was by putting a run in his hose and tying him up with the pantyhose. <laughs> 
That is pantyhose I mean, man, incredible. Pantyhose are an icon, honestly. Pantyhose yes. man is an icon. Yes, pantyhose man is the best. <laughs> I wish we, I wish pant, wouldn't it be great if pantyhose man showed up this weekend? That would just be the greatest. <laughs> I mean, that does sound for them for for the for the women that does seem like the e- an easy job, right? Other than. Guy that, running a man's pantyhose. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That one is a good one. And I got to be honest, mirrors on the shoes guy actually probably is pretty good for the, for the sex workers that are involved with it because they just set up like a window in the middle of the room with blinds on it that he could put his yeah, fingers on just, and open a blind. He wanted to be a lawyer. He just wanted to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you can. I, I just, I did not get that. So here's the last clip of Fantasy Makers. Fantasy Makers was a really good. If you can find this episode out there, we might try to get these and post them. Uh, me and Brett are talking about downloading these and getting them on a drive. Uh, this is Fantasy Makers is, I think, one of my favorite ones we've we've done so far. Uh, even though there's a a lot of weird people on it, but what are you going to do, man? This is a, weird it was thing. a lot of fem on fem action, which I enjoyed. Yeah. Okay. I was going to, yeah. The one lady talks about how she's like, I don't really know if there's like a wall or a boundary. Like I give it to my all. And the way that she was sucking on the titties in this was like the best in the world. Like I was like mesmerized. She was so fucking into it. I wanted to jump on. I was looking around to see if there was a titty I could suck on. I was like, <laughs> like when you see a beer commercial and your just mouth starts watering, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she started talking about oh my god. She she was like, really the only boundary is with me and the other girl and like how far we want to go. And <laughs> yeah. like, this girl's getting paid to have a good ass time. That's what's happening. They did seem really happy Fun. with the job too. They seemed happy with the job and that weird older lady serves some chicken yeah. noodle soup and <laughs> She's that like, I nice. never had kids. Now I'm a mother. I have a house full of kids. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah. She was acting. She was like, oh, you know me. You know me. I raise everybody's kids now. I'm the mama. I always want to be. What'd you say? I was going to be. Wait, what was I got this? it. Her- I actually have it. I skipped it. But I here, I, know, but I got it for head, you. Guys. We just- <laughs> here it is. Here it is. Here is her explaining her role. I don't like doing boss. I don't want to do boss. If I'm ever forced to do boss, I do it badly. I can do mom. I always wanted to have a house full of kids. Life didn't make it work that way. But I can have a house full of somebody else's kids and do remedial mom 101. And boy, do I. This is like a sorority house. I got chicken noodle soup for you. <laughs> yeah, she's got a big gray pot of soup going. <laughs> that was that was she's a pimping, weird. She's also pimping too. It's like she's making a shitload of money off of all this. Too. I know. It's not. It's not like she's running like a, a homeless shelter. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. When is when this is my is an kid entrepreneur, honey? She's got a business. I know my kid has never made me a goddamn dime. Time, you know, that cost me money. <laughs> if you can play parent with, a, you know, and make money, that seems okay, I guess. I mean, I do without it, but uh, <laughs> here are more interviews. Oh, what the frick? This is not a flub. flub. That's a flub. Since you that, okay. 
Sorry. All right, here we go. Real sex, take four. I like to be in touch um, on my ear. <laughs> on my ear, is that right? Ear. And on my brass. And on my. <laughs> You know? Yes? Okay, thank you. <laughs> you thought you made a Y shape with her hands. <laughs> yes. Yes, thank you. I like to be touched on my breast, my ears, and my vagina. The three <laughs> definite places that most, you know, I would assume. My go zones. That, yeah, those are my yeah, go, my go zones. Yeah, are the, that's me too. My go zones are penis and ears, I guess. And nipples. <laughs> you know, I'll suck a titty every now and then. Let's... Uh, <laughs> Um, sexually for the man he's saying in the breast and I'd have to say it's a very very close toss up between obviously a female the clitoris and the nipples I think it's very stimulating to get flicked she <laughs> would love me what, why does she really sound like, like she's teaching like good. a class or something it was she's weird. like for the female it's either the the mammary or the vagina she's like <laughs> clitoris clitoris it's the proper term yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was weird because that guy said like a, a decent amount of words and she was like, yeah, he said he likes penis. But for me, for me, it's several things that I'm into. Let me lay these out for you in a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> It's good. Oh, it really is. And a bite and a bite and a nibble is good. Not too hard though. I'm a little normal, you know. Uh, we'll throw me. on a pointer tape every once in a while, but, uh, you know. Never done that. I wouldn't say for you. Well, you know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I I kind of do like that, you know? This was so well, good. I was so into it. Keep going. Is, yeah. yeah keep Interesting. Going. Keep going. We're finding out more things every day, aren't we? I, I like the aggression, you know, the <laughs> hardcore, you know, stuff like that. Dude, I want you to participate. She seems so nice, doesn't she? This nice, guy, honey. Have you guys ever? <laughs> yeah, that guy. He got a hard on. <laughs> they broke up. This is the night oh, they yeah. broke up. Actually. You think they broke up? He I should mean, have taken her home and stood on her head. Otherwise, it's over. <laughs> he was horrified. Yeah, he, he had no horrified. idea. Yeah, sorry. He's like, I thought she looked nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she, she likes all that dirty stuff on the porno tapes. <laughs> It is funny. He's like, we watch porno together, but you know what? That's it's a line we don't cross. We won't do anything that's in the porno. That's disgusting. <laughs> and she's just kind of like, hey, you know. And and it's funny. You know, we were talking about this being the nineties. This is nineteen ninety seven when this is happening. Mm -hmm. So that woman was crazy progressive seeming to me she was now. ahead of her time yeah because he said oh we're you know we're just like she said actually she she could have said any number of things she said actually i'd like to be beat on yes. <laughs> beat it was funny yeah she's like aggressive a whips chains i was like <laughs> yeah i think yeah he is a, he is a fish he's a very light touch um and they don't talk about it and sometimes he cuts on a porno and then she watches all this stuff and then he's like uh, uh, uh. <laughs> just can't make it work. And he this just, is her moment to just say, like, aggressive, honey. Ag like, yeah, get it together. He's doing a thing where he thinks he's being sensual and erotic. 
that is what's happening with this guy. He like turns on the porno and then he's like, let me like, you know, go get a rose and kind of rub it on your titties or something or whatever, you know, sensual people do. And then like, uh, uh, she is Missionary. just like, I'm, I don't like this, you know, what, come on, buddy. And he's just like, wow. The way he says, wow, isn't that interesting? It's like, that could go two ways. He might have got a boner while he was having that conversation and then like, I hope went so home. for her sake i thought he I, looked like he was wanted wanted to disappear he was just like so ashamed i mean if my wife uh, this is going to sound prudish like everything else i say right <laughs> no but if my not wife you was, if, if my wife and i were being interviewed and she's like Oh, I like to, you know, get my get my hair pulled and stuff. I'd be like, who, who the fuck is this? <laughs> you never said that. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck are we talking about? You never ever. I would start arguing. Like you never fucking said that to me. I would. You know what? I'm I'm your I'm here to make your life better. Okay. If you need that. I'll muster up the. Could you? Um, I I just can't imagine me getting aggressive, like like having sex and just being. You like, don't give fucking, a little a little hair tug, Brian. I no. I that. <laughs> Is I, that not? I thought you could do that's missionary. I think that's missionary. No, that's but, within the bounds of missionary. Just a ha- just a firm a firm handful of hair. You don't even have to pull it. I feel like she'd <laughs> just hate grip it. I, I just feel like she'd hate I feel like I just don't know I like I don't know it's such a fucking weird thing with me because like I am this show is the most I've talked about sex in 20 fucking years you know do you feel and, like it's re- like it does it feel free do you feel like you're having a release a little bit through this series I don't know I I'll say this this is this is I am uh, contrary to what people might think just from listening to this. I am like not asexual. You know what I mean? Like I enjoy having sex. I have sex and I, I do it, but like I am, I do it. I do it. I mean, you know, when you say it like that, I mean, a lot of times that's how it starts. I'll be like, you want to like, thinking about doing it well that's because you're married yeah you want to do it but that seems normal i think but i just don't like i i have never been a guy that like was able to talk to the person he's with about the sex stuff you know what i mean like to me to me it's always been since i was a fucking teenager it just is like a puzzle you have to solve in a weird way where it's just like okay like she's not gonna tell you what she likes (laughs) and you should never tell her what you like because who knows that's what i was about to ask like so how do you get what you want if you don't ask for it i mean you just gotta kind of hope that like You just like move body parts in the direction of a hand or like <laughs> trip over something. I mean, it's just. You're setting up elaborate practical jokes to get into the sex positions you want. This, I, I'm going to be as revealing and as gross as I possibly can right now. Okay. But like, I would never ask 
I've, I don't think I've ever asked for anything in my entire sex life where it's like, if, if I'm having sex with a That's woman, enough. with my wife, well, no, it, what I'm saying is if I'm having sex, I will never be like, Hey, you know, it'd be really cool if you like gave me oral, I wouldn't know how to say it. I mean, just say blowjob or something. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what you if would I have even... to hit my inhaler before the end of the <laughs> We'll pay. So we'll buy you one. <laughs> I just don't know what the fuck I've never oral? done that. Yeah. Can, can so I you get... literally you have a wife. You have a wife who I've met who's lovely, very hot. She's great. She's and you've never said you've never asked her to suck your dick. No, 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 no fucking way. I have to go way. take a walk. I have to go process. <laughs> I mean, listen, listen, I have, she's done it. It's just like, here's how she, it works She just me. reads your mind. You guys are telepathically connected now. That's not the way it is. What happens is if it happens, I, I'll be like jackpot. You know what I mean? Like that all fucking worked out for me. <laughs> I must've been like karma. There must've been karma involved with this. And I did really well. And it's the same thing this with me. Amazing. It's like, it's the same. She's never asked me for, I mean, I guess a little bit. I find of things. that hard to believe. Yeah. <laughs> It's very hard to believe. I just, I think, I think like, and it's weird. This is, this is going to sound so fucking dumb, but it's just like, I feel bad asking a woman to do something with my penis. <laughs> like it just, well, like guilt, like it, it, there's a guilt in it where it's like women, they, they, she doesn't want to yeah. touch she want to touch that thing guilt it's like a shame. worm yeah fear guilt and shame the holy trinity of missionary it's, it's what i have <laughs> it's what i have it's a lot of that and she's been listening to these shows too she's been listening to these shows and i'm like stop listen don't listen to this series you listen to the next series okay oh this my is God, not no. for I hope you she hears this here here's I can more get Oh, uh, here's she's gonna a, here's listen because you're on it, Tanya. She she loves the Trillbilly, so she's gonna listen. Oh, good. <laughs> hey. What what? Shout what, out to Bron's wife. <laughs> no, yeah, I I don't have anything to say. All right, here's more. Here's more. Ever had phone sex? No. No. That's oh, I like this. That's kind of tell you the truth, man. That's kind of yeah. silly. Yeah. No, Thank it's not. you. Yes, it is. <laughs> what's what's uh? Come on, man. Tell me, I be getting hard on while I'm on the phone talking. Hey, you got right? something to come home and look forward to. You come home ready, just take out the clothes. You know, the ice bucket sitting on the table, whipped cream sitting there. You know, you know what you're coming home for. So Whip why not? Cream. That's so ice bucket funny. too, man. She cut I, him off. She said, "Yes, it is." <laughs> I know, dudes got fucking schooled in that set of interviews. Yeah. Two guys just got like fucking totally destroyed. He's, she's. They asked him about phone sex, and he's like, "There's no fucking way I would ever have phone sex because this is 1997. This is when the phone sex commercials are really popping off on TV, and he probably just like porno." was in 1997 you just like you never talked about porno in 1997 I, you never talked about any of that stuff like you would make fun of your friends in 1997 
maybe this is other people. Maybe other people had a different experience at that time, but you would make fun of your friends for jerking off. Like you didn't do it. You would be like, Oh, look at this motherfucker. He loves jerking off. And you're like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, you know, like I, I ended up getting caught when I was like 13. So everybody knew I had done it, but I, I kind of wiped that from the memories and it was just like guys didn't talk about having porno you didn't show your friends your porno like That's they do now true for me yeah i was gonna say i i know a lot of dudes who watch porns together we all the time yeah and I, as soon as we turned 18 we would send everybody in there with our money and come back with tapes galore uh-huh. <laughs> all right so our last segment here is oh, also i think they were talking about phone sex with like your partner i didn't think they were talking about like calling up a phone sex number. I think he was saying it's silly yeah. to get on the phone with your girlfriend and say, Ooh, baby, I want to rub you down and kiss you and hold you tight and all that shit. How funny. This motherfucker never been in a long distance relationship, apparently. Yeah, what I mean, it's very doing? easy to get into. Yeah, yeah. I've, someone's far no, away. I have never heard of I, the phone sex is just so far. Like, I don't even know how I would talk in that situation. But like, oh, text message dude. now is great, though, because like when you come home from work and you get like a fucking peach emoji and you're like, fuck, yes. And you like speed home. <laughs> <laughs> you're so excited. Your fucking top button is undone already. <laughs> like fucking like she said, the ice. All right. You got the ice. You got the whipped cream. Yes. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, she had a whole fantasy laid out. I know. Like, she was ready to go. <laughs> That's silly shit. It's just like, you dumbass. Yeah, he Stand blew out. it there. I hope they're not together anymore, too. Or I hope he started <laughs> having phone sex with her after a while. So this is Yo-Yogi-san, the master oh, yeah. of the orgasm. Okay, yeah. I, I, y'all are going to have to explain to me what the fuck is going on here, because I could not... I had a tough time, but we have the clips and we can parse this out together. Here is okay. the intro. I can break it down too. I'm confident. Great. Sexual exploration can lead to self-knowledge. Where is the sexuality of Japanese people going? Where is the new orgasm? <laughs> new orgasm just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> It's the newest kind. It's toe okay. curling, they say. I got no, you got every, this is like an extremely handsome older man that is also wearing like some nice gold jewelry on his wrist and around his neck. Like he's, he's sleazy, but sophisticated yeah. and also spiritual. And here he is on the news. Good evening. The theme of our show tonight is sex. Here to talk with us is our very special guest, Master Adult Video Director, Mr. Yoyogi. Most adult videos are just hardcore sex, but you are trying to do something else, pursuing orgasm deeper, deeper, and deeper through a documentary approach. I began directing adult videos in 1971. I was making a lot of money by putting women in front of the camera and filming them having sex. Our company, Athena Films, releases a brand new video by Mr. Yoyogi every month. So the gimmick, I guess, if you can call it that, of his videos is that it's real orgasms, from what I could understand, right, Brett? Yes, but he's administering these orgasms um, without any sort of sexual touch 
And he's also experimenting with having someone watching pornography in another room and another person being a bed on the other side and getting them to orgasm. He calls it channeling and uh, channeling his energy is how he gives these gigantic, like earth shattering orgasms. So he's channeling his energy or is it just people channeling? This is crazy to me. I don't know how this works, but did you explain it? And I missed it. Fuck. I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. I didn't explain it here. Here it is. Here's more. One day, an actress in one of my films told me, you know, you don't really understand anything about the woman's feelings during sex. True. Who does? Since I'm not a woman, I couldn't really know what they felt. But I decided to try to investigate this. So he's he's investigating what a woman feels during sex, and uh, he is you know I guess I'm, gonna, I'm here for I'm here for that. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna wait till the end that. to tell what the magic trick is. Um, but yeah, so at this point, uh, yeah, he is he, he wants to investigate further, which I think is also this is something that you can get behind. I don't there's nothing no complaints about this. No complaints. You know? Here he is in his research studio. I'm trying to prove that you can have good sex and orgasm without touching or taking off your clothes. To test this theory, I use channeling. During channeling, the conscious mind shuts down. When that happens, you can communicate instantly by using the energy instead of words. Okay, what the fuck is channeling? I feel like is yeah. this a um Carney is this a trick. language barrier? As I in think like, it's a we don't even thing. have a word for what he's saying in English. That's how no, I feel. No, he, he's just saying he can he he the energy and it's just saying energy, sexual energy, like your aura. Uh, he's ta- trying to tap into that. Well, where he's missed me, where I don't understand is the what he's calling the channeling part, where he's like has one girl watching porn and yeah. she's channeling that energy to another girl in another room. Like, yeah, here's no. where he explains <laughs> transfer. Here's where he explains transfer. We can play that real quick. Okay, okay. I asked this young lady to watch a videotape of a couple having sex till she began to feel aroused. Her energy flowed freely, transmitting the images she was seeing across the room to the other girl who couldn't see or hear the video. So I'm going to give my opinion here. It's a carny thing. This guy's a carny. (laughs) And it's he's putting on a fucking show for the real sex people, I think. Yeah, when, and it is like it also has the same with like the African thing. It has like an Orientalist like this. This guy unlocked this magical power to make women orgasm with his hands. Um, now, Tanya, let me ask you about something. Uh, do you? But he do, doesn't touch them, right? Right. But I was gonna say, have you or do you know of women that have said they've been able to orgasm just through like thought and just through like focusing on it? Because yeah. I've been told that a couple yeah. times. Actually. Apparently, one of the only orgasms my aunt has ever had is was in a dream. 
which right. I love that. I mean, I hate that for her. It's oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Ill for her, but right. the fact that she came in a dream, like she woke up from a from a wet dream, I have heard that, and maybe. I don't know. I don't know that I have edged myself enough. I don't, I don't keep my hands off myself. <laughs> yeah, I think, to know. I think if this could happen to me. I talked to, I talked to some out there people and I've been told by more than one that it's happened. I don't think, I'm not saying any woman can do this. I'm saying that he is drawing, he is self-selecting from women that have this capability. Mm-hmm. And there's, I believe he told them before this, experiment we're going to see if the sexual energy transfers and now this woman in the bed over there has been waiting to meet this motherfucking porno sex guru from the 70s that can channel energy and she's worked herself up so now she goes and lays in the bed and he's like we're going to start the study and she's just getting so overwhelmed being a part of his carny trick and is moving herself to there gotcha okay yeah I, I, and I think that's what the hand- one scene where there's like 10 of them in a room and they're all just like, yep. And that's what, and that's what I'm saying too, is that those are all normal women. Cause he explains that these aren't, he, he's like, I can't work with actors. I can't work with, yeah. I, I need to, so he's, it's <laughs> women that are drawn thing. to him. It's a cult thing. It's women. Yeah. That, it's, oh, it it's, did have very cult vibes. It's 10 sure. women that can make themselves go and then they all put them together and just feed off of it and like unlock that power. And, you know, and then I, yeah, I, that's how I feel about it. That's what I, that's what I can only imagine okay. because I, I don't think, cause they were violently shaking. Like, you know, I felt inadequate watching this guy work. They were like fucking sweaty and like drooling and just convulsing. Like, that's why I think they're acting, though. They're, they're yeah, like it's that they're acting, it, and and the real oh, that, sex person that's making this probably either doesn't speak Japanese or flew over to Japan to like make this this documentary, and like they don't have context for what's going on, and they're just no. like whatever happens, whatever happens happens with them. You know, Japanese people can be tricksters too, for sure. I know like that's what I'm saying. But, yeah, and I, I think this, this reminded me the most of the time that I got hypnotized at a comedy club, um, where this Ooh. is what they do: they draw you in, and you get up on the stage, and if you close your eyes and you pretend like you're not in control of yourself, you can give yourself over to somebody else, like your aunt in her dream. Like this is probably for these women. They close their eyes. They imagine that like. They, they go to a place where it's okay and feel safe. And, and this guy provides that for him. This guy tells it he's doing it for them. It's like a faith healing and stuff. When people go limp on stage, it's like, they've been waiting for a miracle. They've been waiting uh-huh. for a miracle. And this guy placebo. comes and says, I'm doing it. I'm miracling you right now. You know, like I'm making it happen. <laughs> that's how, that's what I think the trick is. Okay. Cause yeah. I was lost and I'm, I'm somewhat, I mean, I'm vaguely into energy work. Shit. I'm, I'm sure. like, I'm, I feel like I would be a believer, but I do not understand what is happening here or really even the point of not touching yourself. Yeah. I didn't It's like a different high, either. maybe they're saying. Yeah. yeah. I, it's like, it's like, micro, it's like microwaving <laughs> or something. <laughs> Here's the last it's a, it's an air fryer. It's like putting <laughs> yeah. your pussy in an air fryer. Yeah. Here's 12 minutes last, and crispy. Here's the last set of interviews. Who's in charge? We both are in charge. I love it. I love that too. That was when I was like, oh, great heteros are winning finally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one hesitated. It wasn't a fight. 
That, that's so pretty funny. I laugh every time. <laughs> Not at him. Just out of joy, I guess. I think she's I laughing know. at me and no, just won't tell no, me. No. That was pretty sweet. She's make like, I laugh. laugh when I come. <laughs> yeah. Because when you make a woman laugh, that's it. She'll want you afterwards. You could be ugly, but if you make them laugh, you're in there. How you doing? Oh, this guy is so ridiculous. He's wearing a turtleneck with a scarf around it and like yeah. a blazer or something on top. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, come on. And a baseball cap, too. Make a hey, you make them laugh, then you're in their pants. That's I tell all my I tell all my ugly buddies, be funny. Be funny. <laughs> Well, that is the last set of uh, <coughs> interviews, and that is Real Sex 17. Uh, thank you, Tanya. Tell, I mean, you can find Tanya on the Trollbillies. Is there anything you want to plug? Um, just, yeah, I have my own Patreon. My, like, witchy sex stuff is uh, patreon.com slash Hank T. And she's, I have dogs she's, scratching to get in the goddamn door. Yeah. It's fucking well, heathen. Thanks for going along with us and for listening to all in Brian's childhood sexual problems. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I think we need another session, Brian. <laughs> I'll be all right. You're going to need right. some time I'm to heal. <laughs> I need some.